Welcome back to the No Extra Sauce Podcast. I am Joey H. And today we're doing a press conference for the Joey H. and the Headband debut in my hometown, Cleveland, Ohio, um, at Crowbar this Saturday. And this was such an important and special show to me. Ooh, excuse me. Uh, special show and just like it's always a treat to to go back and perform um, at home. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, like over the last couple years um, since I've been in Columbus, so since what, 2016, 2017, um, but since I've been in Columbus, um, Cleveland has been a um, – I'm I'm trying to figure out how to say this without it sounding like disrespectfully or whatever. But Cleveland has no longer been like the home base of everything, which makes sense. I live in Columbus now. I've grown up here. I've done a lot of things here. Um, But it's always special to go back and perform. Um, And and for example, like, you know, to have my parents... um, my family, my aunts come to the show and and be able to see me, you know, be a star um, is always a good time. So I had a lot of fun. I'm excited to talk about this show. Um, so we're going to get into it. I'm, I'm going to talk about some things. I'm going to talk about Crowbar. Um, I'm going to talk about the bouncer. <laughs> Shout out to the bouncer. Shout out to the staff at Crowbar. And um, I'm going to go through and do like a, a top, I guess, three, top three songs that um, I enjoyed performing uh, this past weekend. So no extra sauce podcast. Tune in to this episode. I think you'll really like it. I don't need no extra sauce on my wings. Got enough for my play. Ain't got enough time to waste. And just like that, we are halfway done with the Open Treehouse tour, the summer run at least. Um, I'm still looking to do a lot more stuff in the fall. Um, My dream and my goal at this point is right now is to have you know build up everything that we're we're doing at this present moment for someone else to see the value in what we do and the professionalism and us being able to go and do tours by ourselves and then that way somebody is just like hey we seen what you guys do um we just need you guys to come and crush it every single night and 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 open up and that's what I really want to do that's one of my goals right now is to just get into that place where I just go and perform in front of new audiences every single day. Um, and so that, that's my, that's my goal right now. Um, so hopefully that's something that can happen for the fall, (laughs) the fall in the winter time. Um, I'm no stranger to expressing that I do not like to perform in the state of Ohio in the Midwest in the winter time, because I don't like driving in snow. I don't like being involved with snow. I don't like the 
uh, uncertainty of like you book something around, let's say January uh, 18th, right? And you book it in advance, and then all of a sudden January 18th comes around and it's a fucking snowstorm. I don't like that. But anyways, we're halfway through. <laughs> we're halfway through the tour, and um, this past weekend was a very special show um, to me. It is my my homecoming show in Cleveland, Ohio, um, where I got a lot of my start with performing. You know, being at venues like the Grog Shop, um, Mahal's, uh, even if you want to say like Peabody's and stuff. Um, but getting my start in performing, and especially in front of the people that have been around and supported me since day one, like the jump. Um, for them to be able to come to the show was was very special to me. So um, I had a great time. Crowbar is an incredible venue, like incredible venue. Um, from just going in, shout out to Jared at Crowbar. Um, it was very easy process when it comes to just like, you know, setting everything up. Um, it It was everything that I needed, you know. The stage setup is sweet. Um, the backdrop, like you can see the, the um, it's like a mirror and then you also have different records. Um, the lighting was great. The stage was was great. Like it, everything about Crowbar was really cool. Um, one of my favorite features on the venue actually is they have one of the best green rooms that I've ever seen um, where there's like a, a a lounge area for people to hang out and chill. And then in the back, it's like a it's like a house. Like it's not even a green room. It's a green house. Like it, there's a a room with a bed. Um, there's a, a shower. There's like a bar in there. So uh, that that was pretty sweet. I thought that was really cool. Um, it reminds me of the um, the green room in Rumba uh, Rumba Cafe here in Columbus, Ohio. But yeah, it was really, really sweet, and um, I, I enjoyed the venue a lot. There's TVs in the venue, so you can see what's happening on the stage, which I thought was really cool. So if somebody's at the bar and they can hear the music, but they like can't get a good seat or whatever. Like at the bar, you can see the you know the stage and see what's going on. So I really thought that that was cool. I thought that was something that like. Um, should be adoptable in other venues as well, but like I don't know, that shit was really cool. I really enjoyed the venue, um, and and definitely want to come back to Crowbar to rock again um, at some point because I I really had a a good time. Next, uh, I want to talk about uh, merchandise. <laughs> merchandise is such an important aspect of how independent music runs. Um, I, I think a lot of people understand and know now that like a lot of the, the money and profits don't come from the music anymore, or I don't know if it ever did, but like you could put your song, for example, like when I talk about brown liquor and the way that I did the whole pay what you want, pay how you want, I explained how, you know, it's not a lot of money in the actual music recordings, um, but merchandise is so key, and I want to give, like, a quick update. I've performed a few times this year, um, 
and I just hit the 1,000 mark on merchandise sold at shows, not outside of shows, but at shows um, on the year. So if there's any artists out there that's like listening to me or listening to, you know, my journey and and everything, I do want to say, man, bet on yourself when it comes to the merchandise. <clears throat> your 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 supporters um like going and having a show like I did on Saturday or just in general for the past couple shows and then after the show comes and you're wearing your own merchandise and stuff on stage or whatever and people are like is there anything to buy is there anything to buy to support um you know that's it's important like I've gotten to a point where you know I've sold headbands trucker hats uh, t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, posters, sign posters, and like shout out to my guy Kyle, my my dog Kyle. Like we, I've known Kyle my entire life, like since since like elementary school, like kindergarten, and Kyle has basically like a Joey H shrine at his crib because of all the different shows he's been to um, over the last basically decade. Um, of me performing, he has like different t-shirts, he has merchandise, he has posters, um, when he's bought merch and I've like signed things or whatever, he's like, you know, framed it, and that shit is so cool, so, um, for anybody out there that's listening who, who is interested to know, like, how to make things run, merchandise is so key, and, I was just talking to somebody um, I was just talking to on a podcast the other day about like merchandise. And I'm like, man, you got to really bet on yourself with merchandise and and like know that good quality and having inventory is important Um, because you can go to a place like New York City and perform and not make a lot of money from the show because like we're going to a new city we're going off of ticket sales and blah 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 and we're doing splits and you know sometimes different venues have uh if you haven't proven yourself as a performer in the market you know you don't have a great door split or whatever or it's like you know you're paying a a venue rental or whatever so for you to go to a city and not make a whole lot from the performance aspect you can make that in merchandise sales and um i've been able to do that a lot so i just wanted to give myself a pat on the back for hitting the 1000 mark on merchandise sold this year in 2023 as shows so um yeah that's cool but now we're gonna get into the shit we're gonna talk about the show at crowbar joey h and the headband the debut in cleveland ohio um it was everything and more um, and, and just something special, man. Like it's, it's, it's moments like this that you just can't really take for granted. And, um, I thought it was really cool that the, the show was the day before mother's day and my mom was there. Um, my mom has a, a friend or, um, one of her sorors. Um, she's a, um, a Delta and one of her, um, sisters has a son who does film. His name is Josh and they connected us. And Josh did a uh, video. He he recorded video of the performance and stuff. And for them to be there 
to see their sons do their creative outlet and what they want to do as a career is so cool to me. And it was like one of those moments like it's I guess the game inside of the game, you know, I thought that that was really, really cool. Um, And like my aunt who has had my back since day one, like, um, excuse me, I, I remember going to New York and stuff for shows and my aunt's just like, yeah, what do you need? You need a hundred dollars just to, to be out there. Um, you know, it's just stuff like that. Like my aunt has always just been a champion of my voice and a champion of what I've done. And I I really do appreciate it. And for, you know, her to be there to see me, you know, rock out, be a superstar. Yeah. I I really, it's moments like that. You just don't, you don't take for granted and, and coming out of, you know, COVID and lockdown and all that stuff where a lot of things were uncertain of what was like I say it and live on like I took crowds for granted a room with nobody's don't feel like I'm really standing like I remember just sitting in my room um in the middle of like 2020 and 2021 after doing these live stream shows and stuff where like I'm taking plates This is funny. I'm taking plates and putting like drawing faces on the plates and putting them on my wall when I'm like recording these videos and me doing these live performances to be like, these are the faces that I need to pay attention to, not the camera. Um, And I always just told myself, like, once this shit comes back outside, like I'm doing everything to not take these moments for granted. So that was really special to me. Um, to just be able to perform in front of my family. And also with that, it was important to perform in front of, like, my friends that I've known my entire life. Like, I could go down the list of people. Let's see. Nathan, Boosty, Sean, Sam, Courtney, Irma, Sophia, uh, Nick, um, Kyle, Ryan, Nelson, Spencer, uh, Will, um, Christina, Benji, Alicia, my brother, Sunda, like, it was so special to be able to perform in front of the people who have, like, really built into me since I started making music, like, like when I really at a time when like when I was younger and I was making music and like the thoughts of a, a Potter and Zoniac, if you haven't been like those were <laughs> that first off, the thoughts of a Potter and Zoniac will never be available on any streaming platform. It will never be available on uh anywhere you can listen to music. But like that was my first project coming out of high school. And, you know, being able to send that to people and stuff. And, like, the people who were at this show have seen me grow since. And they've always believed in what I was able to do. When I was having the shows at the Grog Shop opening for people like Sir Michael Rocks or having the showcases with, like, the Costa Palooza or, you know, all these other different shows, man, like, when it was time to to buy tickets and stuff for these shows, like they came and they've been supporting since day one. 
Um, and so that was just like, it was really cool and it just like awesome to say like, man, you guys have been sticking with me for, for a long, long, long time. And trusting me, like trusting that when you pay $10 for a ticket or trusting me when you pay, you know, like for example, with this show, like $12 or $17, like you are getting your money's worth. And you guys are investing in and believing in everything that I do when it comes to performing. A um, few more people. Um, Alexis, Paige. Um, like, like, man, it, it, it was just, it was special, man. It, it was really special. Um, a lot of new faces. Um, Adler, Aubrey, uh fucking Andrea like it it was it was man it was really cool and and I meant everything that I said on stage when I was like I have memories with everybody that's in the room at this point except for the person who came in with that clown mask I don't know who that was um and like I'm not somebody to be like don't come to shows blah 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 but like whoever came with that clown mask I do not I'm not a I don't like clowns like I'm I'm like kind of scared of clowns. So the face paint with the clown thing and coming up to the front of the stage to like do video, that was kind of crazy and I almost like stopped and was just like, "Yo, I'm freaked out." Um but yeah, everybody <laughs> for the most part everybody like I've had multiple stories with like multiple stories with people. Um and I think that that's special and I I think for a long time I've been or not a long time for like the last several years I, I've like I haven't said it publicly but I've said it more so with like the people close to me and stuff it's like you know oftentimes I come home to perform and I don't sometimes I don't feel like I feel like it should be way more people I feel like you know it, it shouldn't just because I'm from the crib it shouldn't be like oh man I'll check you out the next time because we never know but all in all like it it was it's special to perform in front of people that like I've been like like Nathan man I remember when I would get in trouble and my parents would take my video games or my memory card or something and it was like all right I'm gonna go over to Nathan's house and play video games you know and like some stories I can't tell <laughs> and <laughs> oh man but like it was it was really cool to just you know be in front of an extension of my family and as my friends and and loved ones um and and people that I'm like so proud of to see where they're headed and what they've been doing and their journeys and like at the root of it, it's a lot of people who are from Windmere Village, too, where, like, you know, this was our, you know, our stumping grounds, and now we're older, and, and what can we do to help people um, in the next generations, and um, in, in Orange, like, it's, it's just so many different layers to it, and um, definitely something that I just don't take lightly, and I really appreciate it, and um, I don't want to take it for granted, and I don't 
I don't want to treat it as like, man, it should be more. Like, it should be blah, blah, blah. Like, it should be this. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just, I'm I'm maturing every day and um, learning to just appreciate all of it. Um, all of it. And, and I had a, a great ass time and it was, it was something special. So I appreciate everybody that was able to come out to the show and and rock and, and you know be like hey man i remember the times where you didn't have a dj um i remember when you performed with trey smith i remember when you performed with dj be free i remember when you performed with bobby boucher i remember the showcases i remember lemur fest i remember Losa. i remember the show at anatomy nightclub like i remember the time that you performed at peabody's and your music skipped like it's so many stories and and the people that have been there to watch me grow and i don't take that shit for granted i'm so thankful man uh i'm gonna take a break real quick in in between like talking about the shows um or the show um and just say like yo i was at home um yesterday for mother's day obviously um didn't really do much besides just hang out with the fam went to wink and lizard for the first time in a long time. If you know me, you know that I love Wink and Lizard. Like, that's one of my, you know, favorite places of all time. Excuse me. Um, but when I went back home, we were cleaning some stuff out in my basement. And I found my first microphone that I recorded music on. It was a USB mic that we got from, like, a Garage Hero or, or Guitar Hero and um, whatever like that video game or whatever, but there was like a wireless mic that, or not wireless mic, it was a, a USB mic, and I used to use that to record, um, and for a long time I couldn't find it, but I found it. Uh, I threw it in the trash because I'm like, I'm not gonna hold on to this thing, but um, yeah, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was really cool, um, but I had to just take a break from talking about the music and stuff because I uh, didn't want to lose this train of thought. I also want to give a huge shout out to the bouncer at Crowbar. Um, his name is Zoo. Um, I just wanted to give him his his props and just to express like a big thank you to him for um, the words that he gave me after the show. Um, just in regards to his approach to, you know, being a bouncer and also doing door, um, doing the door and, and making sure that, you know, people are, are paying for, um, the tickets to shows and, you know, not letting people slide because they're the homie or, or anything like that. And I just want to say like a huge thank you to him for, for his approach to that, because like a lot of people don't know or understand, um, I guess, like, the ins and outs of, like, shows and stuff. But when I have, like, my own headlining shows, like, that's out of, like, everything is out of my pocket. Like, if if the show, if if I give out 50 free tickets to people and nobody buys tickets, we make no money. And I can't pay my band. I can't pay the people who are doing all the work to help make this thing run. And, and so like, that is, that is a, it's a thing that like, you know, 
I, I guess like one thing I want to say is like if I don't extend an offer on a guest list, um, please don't ask or, or put people in a situation where they have to, you know, make that um, make that call um, without my knowledge or or anything like that. And and the best way to support me and my music and my art and everything like that is to when you come to shows pay for the ticket and also um be there and be present you know so i appreciate the bouncer's uh advice at the end of the show i appreciate his um diligence in you know making sure that things run smoothly so uh, I, de- I definitely like just wanted to get that out there um, and just express my appreciation because um, that is it's important. And like I, I do want people to know that like independent music is independent music is is very is very hard um, to do. Um, it's not it's not just like. Like it, look, everything looks cool, and everything looks like you know we have the ability to do so much more than we, than we do. Um, but um, it's it's hard, and something that I've realized with doing shows by myself is like we are taking a huge gamble, a huge gamble on ourselves every single time, and um. And this is how we eat. So, again, shout out to Zoo, to Zoo the bouncer slash doorman. And um, I appreciate it. It's something that I needed to hear. And finally, before we get out of here, um, I'm going to do this last segment where I just talk about different songs and my favorite to perform, um, or at least the favorite moments of, of performing. Um I do want to ask, like, if you listen to this podcast and and you were at the show, I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what your favorite song was um, to perform or to see me perform um, as I start to build out set lists for different performances. So, like, the next one I play with the band is June 10th in Charleston, West Virginia with Shalem at the Clay Center. And then after that is July 8th at Natalie's. And that is going to be my big, like, my biggest show um to date like it is a album release the official album release show um i will be having uh i think i'm pretty sure like i'm gonna have it recorded and basically like my whole goal is to have like an album like uh joey h in the headband at natalie's in grandview and have it recorded and put it out on streaming like have my first live album um i think that would be really cool but I just need the energy. I need everybody. I need everybody there to make it something truly special um, to make things like that uh, um, possible. So, uh, yeah, man, um, I, I do want to hear from you guys. So then that makes it easier to uh, build out the set. But I'm going to talk about the top three songs and my favorite ones to perform. Um, so let's see. I'll go at number three. Hmm. I think my third favorite song to perform 
on Saturday was probably. Damn, no, I got to go five. I got to go five. I'll say the five and then I'll explain them. I don't know if I'm going to put an order or anything. I'm just going to say the five. So rope break, definitely. Um, brown liquor. Um, construction is wealth among the trees. And. Ooh. Mm, through the madness through the madness oh no 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 i lied fuck i lied damn um the, my top five is rope break brown liquor among the trees and construction as well if i might add those together as like a, a a pair um so that's three and then i gotta go castle and castle and Damn, through the madness. Yeah, those those are those are probably um, my favorites uh, for performing. Um, I remember when we did the when we did the uh, rehearse one of the rehearsals, and I like looked back at Lanasia and I said, also real quick, make some noise if you're like out there listening to this podcast. Make some noise for um, Lanasia, Big Dog on keys, Drummer Day on the drums, Kevon on bass. And Jesse with the sound, we had the in-ear monitors. Um, that's my first time performing with in-ear monitors. And they did a fucking incredible-ass job. And I'm just so appreciative for, for them um, and taking, you know, the performance to the next level and, you know, being professional and, and everything. Like, they, they fucking crushed it. And I'm just so appreciative of, of them and everything that they've um, done um in preparation for these shows and and everything like i'm i'm so excited for what we're able to do this summer and just this year um we're performing like i can't wait for wonder but i cannot wait for wonder bus and for the people to see like what we're um able to do but i remember looking back at lanasia in the rehearsal and i was like castle's gonna steal the show castle is gonna steal the show and she's like you think so i'm like yeah like that's that's the one that's the one um I thought it was like I've always had like a lot of fun performing that song um especially doing the second verse and the ending of that second verse and like I remember or just a couple days ago somebody asked me they were like hey do you like do you black out when you perform and I'm like yeah it happens often um there's times where I just like go into not necessarily like autopilot mode but just like my body is taking over from like the performance like I've said it since the beginning stage sanctuary like this is like this is home like this is where um I feel at peace and when I did the second half of castle it was just like I I was like boom I'm 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 in my mode and then finally when I get back to doing the hook it was like oh I'm I'm here I'm like I'm performing so castle is definitely up there rope break being able to do rope break in in Cleveland um, with the band for the first time was special because like that song is such a monumental song in my career and I remember being in my living room back in probably July of 2016 after graduating and I was just like man this is like this is not necessarily like my make or break but like 
I wrote that song when it was like, uh, it's time to put up or shut up. And so, you know, hence the back against the wall, last name against the ropes and, and like the, all the imagery about Woodmere and, and everything about that song. Like, so I, I know we're doing the open treehouse, but it was like, it's not right to do, um, it's not right to do the live band and not perform rope break. And I think like moving forward, that's a song that just has to stay. It, it stays in all my sets, but like. There's times where I'm just like, nah, you know, Rope Break is like 2017, 2018. Um, but like, man, that's such a special song. Um, both the outros, Among the Trees and Construction is Wealth, I'll speak on both. Um, doing Among the Trees was really cool because like the first line of the song is like, packed out show with the right folks it's not a sellout but a light show and like that is kind of how it is man that's 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 how that's how it happens you know um and so that was just really special to I wrote that song for I wrote that song for times like like this show um and so that was special to do the chasing, chasing, chasing something. Yeah, like, oh, man. And, like, it, I'm, I'm, like, I love performing so much that, like, I remember when, again, when I was, like, in, uh, in high school and we would, high school, middle school, whatever, when we would do plays, we would do choir and stuff, and, like, that feeling of, like, we will never replicate this show. The the show will never be the same, exact same. We might do the same songs. We might do the same set, but it will never be the same. And um, I just had like those jitters of just like, man, like this is special. Like, um, so doing among the trees gave me one of those feelings. And then to do construction as wealth and the way that we timed it up, um, like to have the voicemail the day before Mother's Day, um, to have my mom's voicemail play and people get to hear it and me to just be able to look at her and just be like, I love you, I appreciate you. And and people don't know, man, like my mom is, my mom is like one of my biggest supporters, biggest cr- critics and just overall like, like, I would equate her to like a tour guide, man, like just to steer me and help me get through a lot of this shit, like a lot of bullshit, a lot of like think about, you know, this a different way. Like um, and and just to be able to, I guess, like you you always want to prove people who support you. Right. And, and you want to showcase like this is what I'm doing and and everything. But like. Sometimes you just also want to show, like, somebody like your parents, like, like I'll be all right, you know. I'm doing the thing that I love, and I appreciate you guys for believing in what I do. Um, so to have them there and to have the voice message with my mom um, was just, like, special. And... Um, I had a few people re- or reach out to me after and just be like, man, that was like a, a really good moment. And um, yeah, I, 
my mom's listening, I love you. I appreciate you. Um, the 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 days and the times of of me being like, hey, can I borrow three hundred dollars to do X, Y, and Z, or if you give me some money to get this merchandise, I promise you I'll get you back in, in like a couple weeks or the next time I have this big show or, hey, this show is coming up and I already know how much I'm getting paid and blah, blah, blah. Like, I I'm a, I know I'm going to do a lot in merchandise sales and I'll get you back and I can pay you back uh, every week for the next couple months or whatever. Like, it's, I just appreciate um the support and, and the belief from my parents and um, just to do construction as wealth was, was crazy. And, you know, that last, that last uh, verse where, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Zach's closet, Jap boys, James, Julian, me, Austin, Trey, like I'm, they're not, they weren't able to be at the show because we're all doing different shit. Like, we're like none of them live in Ohio anymore. Um, or Austin lives in Columbus, but um, you know, I started rapping with them. I started rapping in Zach's closet and, and to be like to be able to rap the lyrics for the ones that's been down since the screen names and I remember the people in the audience's screen names, man. Like I remember their AIMs. I remember their tags. I remember their MySpaces. I remember their Facebook names when we were changing them. Like I remember early Twitter names. Like it's it, it was really special to do that song um in front of those people. And I just don't I don't like I don't hold that. That's is special. Like I get emotional even talking about it. Um, so we got, whoo, we got among the trees, construction is wealth, castle, brown liquor. Obviously, uh, just the energy and and like I feel like brown liquor for a lot of people is just like the damn Joe, damn Joe. Like you really, you really doing this. Like you really doing this and like the numbers show it, um, the numbers show it and the people around it shows the video. I mean, it hasn't it's not coming out yet, but like um, it's, it's just like you you're really leveling up and you're really doing this shit and you're making it happen. So to be able to perform that in front of those people who've been there from like, as Nathan said in the show, the KWD days, the king of the playground days the the college degree days you know is it is special for them to see like this song and and everything that I've worked on um coming coming to fruition and um so yeah and then last last but not least uh through the madness just the energy um I don't know if anybody's performed with in ears um but that shit is difficult because like once you put the in-ears in, you can hear everything that we're doing and it makes it easier for us to like, you know, I'm not yelling. I'm not fucking screaming to the top of my lungs. However, I cannot hear the crowd. Um, and so like I'm taking the in-ear monitors out because I'm like, nah, I need to hear you. The, for those who've been to the show and you see me perform through the madness, it's like that's the one where I'm pointing the mic out like, hey, 
hey, like I need to hear everybody. Um, and so to have that energy and stuff, it just was uh, really great. And taking the in-ear monitors or in-ears out and just being like, boom, man, we just going to fucking rock. Um, and uh, I'll put them back in. I'll put them back in after. But like it, it, it was special, man. It was special. It was all overall great show. Um, man, I, I, I want to dub it back. <laughs> I want to dub it back. Like, let's do it again next Friday, man. Um, so thank you to everybody that came out. Appreciate everybody for the kind words. Uh, appreciate everybody who's been down for so long and just watching me grow and see the trajectory and, and, you know, believing, um, you know, we, we always talk about things like, uh, the person from our hometown who goes to do something special or the, the, you know, the person that like you can look back and be like, man, I remember when, like, I remember, I have this story, like blah, blah, blah. Like, um, I'm hoping to, to be one of those people. And I also want to do it so I can inspire people around me to be like, man, if I'm doing something, um, like I want, I'm watching Joe do what he loves and, and follow his dreams. So I want to be able to do the same thing. And that's like been my mission. Um, it's obviously it's just always to inspire. Um, but it was, it was really special. It was a nice show. Um, and, uh, I, I appreciate everybody for, you know, being there, the love support and just keeping me, keeping me up, you know, keeping me up. Uh, this is this is, is special, man. Since writing my name on a notebook in in tenth uh, grade, putting Joey H A I C H in classrooms with people that were at the show, like it's it's special. Um, there's a lot of people from my high school when I put Joey H on my Facebook page the first time. We like changed that shit. And that I mean, those people don't follow what I do now, but like the people who are at the show and the people who support who aren't in the city anymore, but, you know, follow from from all different places like. Those people believed, and so it shows like this show that like, you know, we're making shit happen. So I appreciate it. Um, thank you guys for tapping in. Um, if you haven't got tickets for the Clay Center show um, on June 10th in Charleston, West Virginia with Shalim, make sure you get those. Um, if you haven't gotten tickets for Natalie's, I need you to get them tickets. If you like to sit down during shows, those tickets, I want to get those off this whole week. So make sure you go to Natalie's um, and get those tickets for, for uh, the seated um, portion of the show. And um, yeah, man, just... I'm I'm so excited. We got we got four more shows um on this run. Chicago in July, end of July. Make sure you get those tickets as well. Um and we're just gonna have a fucking great ass time, man. Um and I appreciate y'all again so much. So I'm gonna get out of here. Always love, always inspire. Know that when you wake up you got superpowers. Peace. I don't need no extra sauce on my wings. Got enough for my plate